Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the world of work and how creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and rule breakers infuse their daily lives with creativity and curiosity. While everyone is flexing on social media with their new year, new you content, I started the year falling on my ass, literally. Sure, it hurts, but with pain comes introspection and insight and the willingness to throw out the playbook on day freaking one. As a society, we're entering a challenging year. We're inundated with pain, fear, and rage across all walks of life on a daily basis. How are we to respond with our creativity and curiosity? How can art, beauty, and love stand a chance in an ocean of anger? The answer to these questions aren't easy to find, and they definitely don't fit into the perfect 10-slide Instagram carousel but we can start to see a path toward possibilities as we look to transform pain into love every chance we get. Show notes for this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 751. While you're there, you'll also find the entire podcast archive, links to the short documentary series and weekly newsletter, and the latest merch to show your love and support. I've spent a lot of my life and work as an avoider. When situations got challenging or I could feel the potential for conflict, I would lie, squirm, flee, anything to not have to feel the pain and discomfort associated with speaking up and telling the actual thoughts on my mind. Being an avoider is not ideal when it comes to running a business, but when used as a barometer, it can be powerful. But honestly, I don't know how a barometer works, so maybe it's the wrong metaphor. But needless to say, if my avoider traits are activated by a client, that tells me an important lesson. But the interesting and fortunate reality here is that I'm not one thing, and you are not one thing either. Hallelujah, we should all respond, because, you know, I am also a seeker of stories. I love to listen and hear what people have gone through in their lives. Sure, victories and joy are wonderful emotions to experience, but honestly, I'm willing to sit there in the moments of failure and loss, and I'm probably more comfortable in the darkest moments of life. I am a voider and seeker, and this creates the spectrum of my life and brings richness to the work I do. But it's one thing to seek the pain of others in person. It's another thing to mainline it from social media or from news apps. I'm honestly overwhelmed emotionally by the state of the world and everything I'm supposed to speak out for or against. So what do I do? If you relate to this question, what do you do? Well, I think I found an answer in a book by Amanda Palmer. One of the many books I've been reading lately is The Art of Asking, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Let People Help by Amanda Palmer. It's an exceptional book about building connection with people through art, music, creativity, and life. And there's so much to learn about being an artist in this warp speed life, and her book tunes into the emotional and human side of that connection. As I read it, I see myself as I am today, afraid to ask for help and willing to do everything but that. But I also see a glimmer of hope the possibility of change and evolution, to witnessing a vision and doing the work to bring it to life, making a space for others in daily connection. 
connection with others, asking for help. These are good places to start. But what about becoming a sin eater instead? Wait, what? Sin eater? I am a sucker for evocative words and phrases. When I read or hear them, I generally can't get them out of my head. And weeks ago, I read about the concept of sin eater in Amanda's book, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. She talks about a conversation that she had with her friend Anthony. And in this conversation, Amanda is taught the concept of sin eater. Quote, it's when a local holy man or a guru takes on the sins and sufferings of the community by opening to those who are in pain and filtering the pain and suffering. He takes all the emotional trash and through his body, through his love and capacity to stay present, clarifies the pain into compassion. Lots of religions have their version of it. Jesus does it for the Christians. Amanda digs into this concept by saying, sounds like art. Anthony's eventual response was, eat the pain, send it back to the void as love. I love this so much, but the response that sticks with me is Anthony's when he says, eat the pain, send it back to the void as love. There is only so much we can do as a single person Just like there are limits to how much we can eat, there are limits to the amount of pain we can digest. But I think there's no limit to the amount of love we can send out into the void, out into the world. As an avoider, I think about the potential for conflict, the fear, the perceived pain. But what would happen if I ate that pain and sent it back as love? Love for the other, yes, but also love for myself. As a seeker, the dynamic is already there, but there is always room for more expressions of love and compassion. So as creatives, how do we do this with our lives and work? How do we become creative sin eaters? Especially when the unspoken drive of the world around us is to be able to produce work that not only pays our bills, but builds up our influencer status and reaches more and more people. Well, I think there's four ways that we can become a creative sin eater. The first is realizing that our work is more than just a means to an end. It is a way to express complex topics and to transform pain into love. It is both process and outcome. As you explore the work you want to do this year, think about the and and not the or. You are all things, not one thing. And as a creative sin eater, you get to take it all in and transform it into your art. The second thing, avoiding pain and love, emotions in general, creates the blandest work possible. So say something. Say anything. And if someone responds with unkind words, listen and learn. Express how it hurt you, and then turn it into love. Part of the problem, well, most of the problems with social media, is that negativity and pain rise to the top. Anger fuels rage and eventually war. Love is viewed as weak and passive, but honestly, it fuels growth and peace. Third, transforming pain into love is going to take everything you've got. 
There are so many phrases that keep us in a state of holding back. Things like, it's not personal, it's business. You aren't your art. Or, but how will I pay my bills? Nothing is accomplished when you hold back. So I argue, wear your heart on your sleeve. Get emotional. Pace and shout. Whisper and pause. Be willing to be right and wrong. But also be quick to accept correction from those who both know and understand. Fourth and finally, a critical part of transformation is learning, which I believe is twofold. First, knowing how you learn best, and second, putting yourself in a position to be learning and applying that knowledge on a daily basis. The secret is what I said earlier about accepting correction from those who know and who understand. It's one thing to know something, it's another thing to understand it. You can only understand something the more you practice it, the more you reflect upon it, the more it becomes practical and part of this world. As we get older, the tendency is to get stuck in our ways, to not take in new information or even embrace the beginner's mind. But fortunately, we don't need to live that Hollywood story because, sure, our bodies may break down, but we can have minds that will forever be changed every single day. It's time to tell the truth. 2024 is going to be a tough year. We are going to collectively fall on our asses every single day. And there's going to be an endless amount of stories full of pain and politics, war, famine, genocide, climate change, ignorance, and arrogance, it will all be on display, and it's going to hurt. So become a creative sin eater and learn to transform that pain into love. We all need it, whether we realize it or not, and I hope you'll join me in that journey. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.